bestest and the most awesome episode of Hello World, the Friday episode. And today I have an awesome, awesome surprise for everyone. We have a new host. Everyone say hello to April. Hi, April. Hey, how's it going? Awesome. How are you? Really good. It's Friday. Yay. Yay. Exactly. So excited to have you on the show. Why don't you introduce yourself? I know you've been here before, but why don't you reintroduce yourself to everyone on Hello World? Yeah, so my name is April Dunham. I am a Power Platform Developer Advocate working with your previous host, Donna Sarkar, on the advocacy team here. So I was an MVP before joining Microsoft here, so super excited to be here hosting Hello World with you for the next few weeks. Awesome, awesome. I am super excited to have you, most of all, because your background is so awesome. Like, I, so much more awesome than mine. I see a bunch of cool Funko Pops. I see, do you play the guitar? I see an awesome guitar in your background. You know, sadly, I am an imposter. I cannot play the guitar. That is just a signed guitar that I have for decoration there. But, you know, it seems like if you're doing these things, you have to have a guitar in the background. That's almost like a requirement, right? I did not get that memo. I'm very disappointed. I will be sure to correct it for next week. So April, looks like you have some great news to share with us. Yeah, so super excited. I think Donna mentioned that we have the MBAS Summit, the Microsoft Business Application Summit coming May the 4th. Well, the session builder is finally released for that. So you can go in today, go to myembass.microsoft.com, make sure you register if you haven't already, and build out your schedule for the event. We have so many amazing topics for Power Platform and Dynamics. So if you're building business apps at all, or you want to get started building business apps, log in there, sign in, Get your session builder scheduled. We have tons of different table talks that are really great. That's one of my favorite parts of these events. We did that as Ignite as well. So you can get and talk to people in the community and all of that. So really looking forward to Embass. So make sure you go sign up. Awesome. I mean, how can you not remember the date? It's May the 4th. Be yeah. with you. I mean, I love it. Great, <laughs> great decision. Whoever decided that date, it's the best. I have some cool news. From the friend of the show, Matt Sukup, everyone, if you remember, who I took over. <laughs> like we kicked him out. No, we didn't. But Matt is out with a new Xamarin podcast episode today with an amazing Xamarin customer called Life Person. Uh, so they have an app that uh, lets, it's like a chat bot, chat-based app that helps you do customer service through mobile. And they have an amazing you know, integrated platform. And fun tip, I'm also in the episode with Matt. So we're together interviewing these amazing customers. I do hope everyone checks it out because, you know, we all love Matt. We all love the show. So it's going to be very exciting. It's a very cool episode. Awesome. And you, we have an, a great agenda here for you for today for Hello World. We have Scott Hanselman with File New Project talking all about TikTok, which I'm a huge TikTok fan. And I, I think you are too, Sweetie. Yeah. Uh, we have our MVP spotlight with the two Christians, Christian Tavalera and Christian Buckley. We have Chloe Condon with our student segment. And of course, we cannot have a Friday Hello World without Diego's wall. For sure, for sure. I, I actually love today's lineup. I, there's some very, very exciting guests, including one with a secret, you know, hidden Mickey in the background. I wonder if anyone's going to spot it. But I also have just remembered something. Today is an exceptionally special day. You know why, April? Do you want to take a guess? Um, no, I, I don't know. What is it, Sleeky? So it's not my birthday. Please don't send me like cake. And I know you oh. all want to send me gifts and cake. I will accept them, but it's not my birthday. But today is April 23rd, 2005. April 23rd, way back in history, was the first day that the first YouTube video was uploaded to the internet. 
so the co-creator wow. of YouTube, he uploaded the first YouTube video in the world. It's a very cute video. It's just called Me at the Zoo. It's amazing. And so he did that today in 2005, and the rest is history. Wow, 2005, that seems like so long ago. So, you know, I can't, I mean, I don't know about you. I can't imagine life without YouTube. It's like, a, I mean, I make, I'm a YouTuber myself. So I'm like super thankful that, you know, 2005, they decided to release that first video of at the zoo. Do you know, I wonder what animals they were filming at the zoo in that video. I I know I feel like I've seen this video, but I just cannot remember what what animal it is in the background for sure. I we you know what maybe we'll check it out after the show if I or if anyone does, you know, let us know what what was that video about. All right, so let's get started with today's show. So first up, we have file new project. So this week, Scott Hanselman continues his discussion with young developers who are active on TikTok, and today he talks to Jay Williams. Hey friends, I'm Scott Hanselman and it's File New Project where we're talking with early in career folks that are putting themselves out there on the internet to make the world a better place. And today I'm talking with Jay Williams. How are you, sir? Hi, I'm doing pretty good today, Scott. So you're about a year into your career as a software developer and you started out as a tester, right? Yes, right after I graduated college, I got a job as a software test engineer. And since then, I have moved on to full-scale software development. And that's what I'm currently doing right now. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that's interesting about you is that you're all over the internet. You're on TikTok and you got YouTube and Instagram. You've got a music studio. You've got a game studio. I'm curious, if you're just starting out in your career, why don't you just like do your job and then stop at 5 o'clock? Yes, yeah, so one of the main things that I'm trying to go for is I'm trying to motivate new coders to get into coding because initially I was a very bad coder at first. I failed my computer science one class and my advisor at the time told me that I should switch majors because of that. But I said, I don't want to do that. I'm like, and I'm thinking like that kind of hurt me, and it, but also kind of motivated me as well to keep pushing through to eventually get my computer science degree and to go out and try and inspire new coders that if I can get to the finish line, that you can too, even if you're struggling at first. What does that got to feel like though? Like to have your teacher tell you like, maybe this is not your thing. Like I had, I had my calculus teacher in college tell me that maybe calculus wasn't my thing. And I was like, just give me a C and let me get out of here. <laughs> yes, it certainly does hurt kind of mentally because it, you're already feeling like, okay, this is hard. Can I even do this? And then somebody from the outside comes in and tells you that, and it kind of just adds fuel to that fire that maybe I really can't do this. But I kind of took it as, I'm going to use this as motivation as well. Like this does hurt, but I'm going to use this wound to motivate me to get to the finish line. And then, like I said, if I can get there and if I struggle initially, then if you're struggling initially as well, if you're a new coder, then I definitely believe you can do the same. Mm -hmm. And you filled your TikTok with motivation. Like you're talking directly to the screen and telling people not to give up. Have you had interactions with random strangers on the internet that have felt motivated by your TikToks? Yes, I've received a, a numerous amounts of comments saying that I helped motivate them. They were thinking about quitting and they continued on with their classes. Somebody used some of my tips that I've also posted and helped them pass one of their classes. And I, I, I'm like, oh, this is amazing. I'm really happy to see that I'm actually helping people and helping new coders get through that initial hump that I was also facing at a point in time. What kind of questions do people ask you? Do they say things like, do I need math and do I need a degree and things like that? Yes, that's one of the one of the most common things is um, when they're trying to go into computer science, they they're kind of shy away from it because they're saying, 
oh, the math is too hard. The math is this and that. And I feel like you don't need to be the best at math to do computer science. You just need to be okay with it. You don't need like to be a super mathematician genius or anything to get through computer science. And if you study and put the same effort that you put into the other classes, you'll get through your math classes just fine. Mm -hmm. And you've been working on some games. You've been actively talking about tips uh, at coding. Uh, what kind of languages do you use in your in your job on the side? And then what languages do you tell uh, new folks to use when they're getting into software? Oh, uh, yeah. So the language I use at my job is Delphi or Pascal, if anybody is familiar with that language. Mm -hmm. It's not super popular. And then outside of work, I use C Sharp. That's my personally my favorite favorite programming language. I love the C-sharp language. It's like a fusion of Java with the very few good things that I did like from C++. And I use a lot of C-sharp for my mobile games. All of my mobile games are created with C-sharp. And I've done some web development with JavaScript, um, some React Native for cross-platform mobile development that was also uses JavaScript. So a lot of that outside of my own. And if you are a new coder, a new developer, my personally, I would recommend Java or C Sharp to get started with. A lot of people like to choose Python, but I say Java and C Sharp because it's not as hard as, say, learning C++ with dealing with all that memory management. Mm -hmm. But it's also would give you a lot more of the fundamentals and structures that I feel like you won't get from learning python at first mm -hmm. so people can find you at i am j williams j a e williams basically everywhere i'm j williams on tiktok on on instagram yeah. and you've got a link tree that'll send you off into the the whole world of online uh j williams yes fantastic well thank you so much for chatting with me today and i wish you all the best of success in your career and welcome to uh, technology and thank you for welcoming others into technology thank you and i hope this inspires you that was awesome. So inspiring. I, I know that inspired me. Great story of perseverance. I think every coder has started off thinking they're not good at coding. Um, and so I'm so glad he took that and turned it around and is sharing his story on TikTok and inspiring others. Yep, yep. And this just in, thank you, Yolanda, in the chat. She checked out the video for us, sent us the link. Turns out it's elephants that were in the background, April. And the video has 162 million views. That's amazing. That's wow. So Thanks, Yolanda, for filling in that mystery for me. For sure. Awesome. That's really cool. So, um, you know, one of the things that I really love, too, about what Jay was saying was just how, you know, he had that story with the teacher, right? And how he said he wasn't good at that. It was really ins just inspiring for me uh, to, to don't let that negativity um, get in your way and to, to keep going. So, for sure. Yeah. Anyway, and he said time, Pascal. He said Pascal. Pascal was his I think, right? Yeah. yeah. He said like C sharp, right? And uh, when he said Pascal, the only thing that came in my mind was Tangled and Pascal and the little chameleon. Yeah. So, that's me. Yeah. All right, well, next up is our MVP Spotlight. And this week we have two Christians for you. We have Christian Tavalera and Christian Buckley. Over to you guys. Hey, thank you, April. I have the wonderful pleasure of introducing you to one of our wonderful MVPs who happens to have a really great name, Christian Buckley. Christian is going to tell us about Collab Talk. Christian, what is Collab Talk? Well, Collab Talk, it's been around for quite a few years. If you go out and just do a search on Collab Talk, there's tons of content out there. But uh, primarily, it's a community-driven conversation around, you guessed it, uh, collaboration. 
uh, collaboration topic. So uh, collaboration adjacent topic sometimes. Uh, includes a monthly tweet jam, uh, which has been going on for almost 10 years, uh, video interviews, I've got a podcast, and occasionally some community-driven research. The topics are usually planned around like the major uh, announcements that Microsoft has or hot topics that are happening within the community. A great example is this month's uh, tweet jam, which will be next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific. Um, the topic is, are customers still asking which tool and when, which is a very heated topic in the Microsoft 365 space. And you can find out more about the questions, the panelists uh, out of my blog on buckleyplanet.com. You can follow me on Twitter. And of course, you have this information that's also out in the show notes. Absolutely. So tell me, what got you started with Collab Talk? Well, so I've been an MVP for uh, for almost a decade and regional director for four years. And and uh, so I'm now working for an ISV Avpoint. Well, so back almost 10 years ago, working for a different ISV, uh, I, I was traveling the world as a chief evangelist and speaking at events and meeting with customers. But I find that I, you know, the, the walls of the echo chamber were kind of closing in. And I, I was trying to think of ways that I could break outside of my network. And I'm a, I'm a big fan of networking technology, of uh, not just the te technology, the networking science behind that and expanding a network and finding new networks to kind of plug into. And I thought of this idea of using Twitter and doing a tweet jam. Uh, and so it's open to the public and uh, and getting these different perspectives. So we always have a single topic. We ask a series of questions. It's over the course of an hour. And if you've participated in one of them, I know April has been in some of them, uh, that they go very fast. And so there's just a ton of content. But what I'm amazed by every single month is how many people, how many different perspectives, scenarios that I never thought of. Uh, and so it's just a great way to connect with people, to get ideas. And for those of us that are content creators, video, blog postings like that, it's just fodder for, for content creation as well. Absolutely. It's really great to see the community come together. Speaking of which, what kind of involvement are you seeing? Well, the panels that we have in place, like you do not have to be on the panel to participate. It's it's Twitter, so it's open. Anybody could go join in. Just use the collab talk hashtag and you'll find all of that. Um, but the panelists we use to seed the conversation usually have somewhere between 25 to 50 participants, we have actively within them uh, somewhere between 50 and 100 people actively tweeting, a lot of people lurking. There's always a lot of Microsoft people lurking. Um, we get anywhere from two to six million uh, uh, impressions in that one hour. There are conferences that run a week that don't do that many millions of impressions. And so it's pretty impressive in that small package, the kind of impact we have. That's really cool. So how can people around the world get started? Well, the first thing is, as I mentioned, you can go to the blog and see the latest topics. Uh, if you want to be on the panel, if you're an expert within that topic, just reach out to me through through social media. And again, you can contact me just at Buckley Planet. That's my blog. That's my Twitter. That's how you find me everywhere. Um, and of course, the show notes has that information. Um, and, uh, and then just participate. Just join in. Again, 9 a.m. next Tuesday. Uh, just jump in at 9 a.m. Pacific. I know we have people from around the world that join in. Uh, it's sponsored by, I should say, by Avpoint and Tigraph. 
Tigraph provides free tools as well. So we track sentiment analysis. We do uh, like the uh, the keyword analysis around that, all the top tweeters and topics. And so it's really interesting insights as well as a catalog of every single response over the entire hour to every question. Absolutely, I'm excited to get started myself. Thank you so much, Suiki and April, back to you. Wow, I knew that those collab talks were really interactive and popular. I'm amazed by the number of impressions uh, that you get from that and the, the interaction. And I yeah, I've had had a chance to to be involved in that. And it's a great way to interact with the community and learn and meet, meet new people there. Yeah, plus plus one more lurker for next week because I just love it. I love collaboration. I definitely love talking and I love collaboration in Twitter talking. That's like all the favorite things in the world coming together. So it's going to be another Microsoft lurker next week for sure. I'm going to check it out. I don't know how I feel about being called a lurker, though. I mean, <laughs> depends though. Are you a lurker though? Like, would you? I mean, I feel like you would, you're like, ah, I can have so much to share because, you know, with your power apps knowledge, like, oh, so much to share. Yeah, I mean, I've been both, right? Been on both ends, been participating and I guess lurking, if you want to call it that. My contribution will be GIFs. I'll try and come out with those timely, you know, haha GIF responses. So, all right. So next up, we have, uh, you know, uh, Chloe coming in with the student segment. And today we have an awesome new guest, Ornella, to talk about some VS Code goodness. Hello, hello, hello. Chloe Condon here. And I am joined, as always, for the student segment with an amazing new guest. Welcome to the show, Ornella. Hi, Ornella. Hey, everyone. So happy to be here. For the folks at home who don't know you, who you are, give them a little intro to yourself. Sure. Uh, I'm a cloud advocate on the education team. Um, I actually just started a couple weeks ago, so I'm new here, and I'm excited to get to know everyone. Um, yeah. You're new here, but you've already done a bunch of awesome, awesome work here at Microsoft. And I'm so excited to share with everyone these amazing VS Code introductory videos that you made. Can you tell us a little bit about these? Yeah, so these videos live on code.visualstudio.com, which is the home of all of our official VS Code documentation. And you can check out the videos at aka.ms slash hello VS Code, which will also be in the show notes if you missed that link. Um, and yeah, over the past couple months, I've just been working with the team to remake all of the videos and there's the new UI and we really just want to make it easier for absolute beginners to get up and running with VS Code. Totally. I am so, so excited to dive into these and even refresh myself on some of these topics like customization. You know me, I love to customize absolutely everything from my headphones to my VS Code theme. <laughs> what kind of folks can things learn by doing this course? So they're really meant to guide you through setting up your VS Code just the way you like it. So you'll learn how to edit and run your first piece of code. You'll work with some of our key features like debugging and extensions um, and learn about some of like more advanced editing features as well. So really something for everyone. Okay, speaking of extensions, we have to talk about my favorite VS Code extension, VS Code Pets. Um, have you played with it yet or not? <laughs> You know I love this one. <laughs> I will show my pet off in a minute here, but before I share my favorite pet, can you share what your favorite feature of VS Code is? Sure. So uh, the team has actually been working on a new getting started experience that's in the product. Um, you may have seen it in Insiders, and it's making its way to Stable this month. 
But I just think it's great that you can be guided step by step to, to go through the whole setup process. And it really makes it easier for new folks to get started and start making stuff faster. Absolutely. And of course, you can reach the getting started here in the help menu and have all of this wonderful guidance on how to get started with VS Code. But let's get to the important things. How to get started with your VS Code pet. <laughs> So y'all, if you're not familiar with VS Code Pets, it is basically a Tamagotchi for your VS Code. I have my own set up right here. I've got a little kitty cat here. Um, now, of course, you can have Clippy as a VS Code pet um, and you can also change the background. I just love how many customizable things you can do in here and I can't wait to play. Oh, my cat's hiding behind a little bush here. You can't see it, <laughs> but uh, I love this. Do you have a favorite VS Code pet, Ornella? There's a new one, Ferris the Crab. Yes. He's pretty cute. And you can um, play. So I'd have to say that that's my favorite right now. Everything from playing fetch to feeding your pet. I wonder what you feed a crab. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Ferris the Crab. Um, and like we said, you can learn everything at aka.ms slash hellovscode and check the show notes. And Ornella, any tips and tricks to anyone getting started brand new with VS Code? Yeah, so uh, one thing that I really recommend is customizing your VS Code with themes. Um, you're looking at this thing all day, so make sure it's something that you like to look at. And then my other favorite video is probably edit and run code. So you can kind of learn how it all works, how where your code actually lives in the editor and how to get it up and running. Amazing. I need to go feed my pet and maybe adopt a crab, but back to y'all in the studio. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. So many great tips. Awesome. All right. You. <laughs> I'm looking for my pet. <laughs> awesome. Well, up next we have Diego's wall. We can't have a Hello World Friday without Diego's wall. So let's see what wisdom Diego has to share with us today. Hello, April. Hello, Swiki, and hello, world. This is Diego broadcasting live from Seattle. I'm here in my office. And today, we're not only celebrating YouTube's first video, but we're also celebrating the International Book Day. Today is the day of the books internationally. And a lot of the posts that I have on this wall comes from books. Today, very important, we're also celebrating my daughter's 13th birthday. Happy birthday, Florencia. <laughs> Hello from TV, from Learn TV. <laughs> Today, to celebrate all these things, I'm going to share not one, but two posts from the wall. And one of them is actually from a book author. This is an American novelist called Ernest Hemingway. And he said that some things happen gradually, then suddenly. Gradually makes no sense, but it does. We'll see. Make something happen gradually, then suddenly. And the other one is from a song composer, Eddie Cantor, who composed a very famous song called Makey Whoopee that was made famous by Louis Armstrong. And he said, it takes 20 years to make an overnight success. So these are the two posts that I want to talk about. And the first time I posted this on the wall was when I moved from engineering to HR. I moved Microsoft Engineering after 15 years to human resources. And about 100 people came to me saying, Diego, why so suddenly this move? What a sudden move. And as I reflect back, it was everything but sudden because I was gradually moving in that direction for many years ago. I was uh, I was volunteering as a recruiting champion for the Xbox team. I was I founded the team Xbox Latinos Employee Resource Group. I, I hosted the Bring Your Kids to Work Day keynote for five years. I started building this wall. So I was into culture 
and then something triggered it and I moved and but it wasn't sudden you know and, and if I look at for example today we talked about YouTube videos I challenge you to go find a very viral YouTube video and then look at the person who posted the video and look at all the videos they posted before and I can guarantee you they've been posted videos for weeks months sometimes years and then at some point suddenly overnight success something triggers the virality but they've been going at it for a long time um you know the beatles my favorite music band overnight success but they were playing together for 10 years before becoming an overnight success they were learning how to play with each other how to get very melodic so there's more than meet the eyes on these um, overnight successes so how does this apply to you or i would say what i want you to remember is that success happens before success I know it sounds weird, but success doesn't happen when success happens. Success, success happens before success happens in the preparation, you know. Same thing with failure. When, it, when, it, when a project fails, a company fails, even a relationship fails, there might be something that triggered that failure. But if you look closely, that failure was born many months or years ago. Problems in communication, problems, problems in culture, problems in values. So again, success happens before success. So Whatever success you want to have in the future, my call to action for you is to start planting those seeds now. You gotta start planting the seeds now and you gotta keep going at it. And at some point, you're gonna become an overnight success. Something sudden will happen, but it's actually gradually. It's a gradual journey. And um, think about what's what's the scenario you want in your life to be true? What, what, what is your dream job? Start doing some of it now. Now, today is the International Book Day, so I want another call to action I want to give all of you is to, to actually uh, buy a book to a kid, you know. Books actually make a big difference in my life. I want to recommend today this one. It's called An Emotional Managery. It's a, it's a poems book for kids. It's from the School of Life, and it has a poem for every emotion. So, you know, in honor of books and curiosity, uh, I want to read you a little bit of that poem from Curiosity, and it goes like this. The best people are curious, the smartest and most fun. They know that learning is valuable and learning is never done. You should feed your curiosity by finding out more stuff. For all the world is interesting if you look close enough. So buy a book to a kid or to your inner kid and uh, start planting the seeds for the success you want to have in 10 years. I am looking for you to become an overnight success. Gradually and then suddenly. And I have more for you on Monday. That was awesome. Awesome. I think it's my favorite to Diego's wall so far. So last week we had to watch a movie. And then today we're buying a book and we're reading a book and we're planting a tree. Excellent. Also, happy birthday to your daughter. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. That was so cool. That was awesome. I'm feeling very inspired. Uh, that I get. Like, April, do you also feel like doing a lot of gardening all of a sudden? Because I definitely do. Um, yeah, I mean, I wish I could, but I do not have a green thumb at all. So <laughs> I'm going to have to pass on that. Let you handle all the gardening. <laughs> I do the planting, you do the, or you do the reading. So, I mean, I think we had an awesome, awesome show today. I feel like the theme was motivate yourself for a great future. We had Scott Hanselman with File New Project talking to an amazing new TikTok tech influencer. That was very inspiring. Thank you so much for talking to us. And then we had the MVP segment with two of our Christians. 
Double trouble. Should, yeah. yeah. Do you want to give a quick shout out again? Remind everyone about the links and the URLs. Yeah. So uh, go take a look at uh, my blog at buckleyplanet.com uh, or, or do a search for collab talk, the hashtag out on Twitter. And you'll be able to find the info, but it's the tweet jam next week is uh, our, our, our customer still asking which tool when uh, that's at 9 a.m. Pacific uh, next Tuesday. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. And then we had Chloe with Ornella. Oh, I'm just hanging out with my dear friend, Harris the Crab here. <laughs> that is adorable. That is great. Uh, also, just like thinking of, uh, you know, every, and of course, Diego. Where's Diego? I can't yeah, see of course. Diego. Can't forget Diego. There you are. Hello, Diego. I was thinking, I forgot someone. There we go. That was great. I think we had an amazing show today. Everybody feel, do you feel inspired? Do you feel motivated? If anybody was playing the hidden Mickey game in the beginning of the show, that's Christian Buckley with the little baby Yoda at the back. So 100 <laughs> points, uh, magical <laughs> points to whoever guessed it out. Uh, so uh, please don't forget, if you are watching us live, we have the AI show coming up with Explore Azure Cognitive Services while building the AI, uh, while building the AI playground. And if you're watching on demand, stay tuned for the next episode. So thanks, everyone, for joining. Let's have a nice little happy weekend wave out. Mm -hmm.